Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Well, evolution is revolution. <laughs> and we're going to leave it in there. Leave that in there, man, because it's funny. Revolution is revolution. I stumbled over my words, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear that. Brother Jay's over there enjoying laughing. <laughs> Extra hard. <laughs> um, what's up, man? What's up, my brother? How we how we doing? Hey man, it's um it's the time of year that we celebrate the two things that I love, man. Black people and love in general. Yeah. It's Black History Month. Yeah. And um, it's the month of love, man. Valentine's Day is around the corner, et cetera, et cetera, man. You know, feel feels good loving somebody when somebody loves you back. When somebody loves you back. That's Teddy when somebody P. Love, that's Teddy P, man. Yeah. When somebody loves you back, it feels right. good, man. So, right, you know, man. my hope is for the season, Brother Jay, is that uh, Black people will just love one another, man, with, with the wildest things that have um continued to transpire, man, I, I'm I'm happy about the fact that I, we can see February 2023. Yeah, and the fact that we can celebrate the love that we have for one another, the love we have for our people, and um and do so unapologetically, man, without a agenda. You know, so I I don't know, man. I feel. I feel, I feel peaceful right now, Brother Jay. I do. You know, um, celebrate well, not really celebrate, but but memorializing. You know, the anniversary, of the death of my sister. I'm, I'm just in a, I'm in a place where, man, I just know like life is gonna happen, and I'm blessed to be able to look back and say I handled life or I'm dealing with life and I'm progressing through life the best way that I can. Yeah. God is good, bro. God is good. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, we, um, we've been on this Moses walk. Yeah. It is Moses walk, man. You're fasting and yeah, yeah, I am. I am fasting. Um, this is day 23 of the fast, day 23 Ooh. of 40. And 40 um, days, 40 nights, bro. We um we out here, bro. We out here. Um how you how you feeling like physically? Hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um I'm feeling good, man. You know, um I think the fast the calendar, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And, you know, during the fast, you, you are, you are giving up some things, um, with the hope of not necessarily returning to all of the things that you've given up. Right. And so, um, the fast come, the fast started, during my last week in my job, bro. And so, um, right 
I turned in my letter of resignation right before the fast started. And then the following week, I started the fast. And oh, you was with the smoke. <laughs> you was with you was with all the smoke, man. Yeah. Shout out to the podcast. You was <laughs> you was with all the smoke, man. Yeah. And so um it has given, you know, it freed up a lot of the space um that I was allowing anxiety and stress to to pay rent, bro. Um, so cutting that part off of me, um, I was laying in bed and I got an update from my, uh, Apple watch telling me that my resting heartbeat has decreased over the past. And I think it was six days. And then when I looked at the calendar, six days prior to that date was my last day in my role. And so I was like, wow, the body knows. Right. And in addition to everything that's happening with the fast, the financial part, the social media and communication part, um, and the food. How is that part going for you? The social media part? Yeah. Cause you know, you know, I mean, I'll be, I'll be frank with your fast. That means I, su- I suffer because <laughs> I'm not getting like all the funny ass memes and shit and all of the, you know, the little childish shit we be laughing at online, man. <laughs> And, and and it'd be funny because it's like yo, I'm like yo, this nigga childish, man. And I'm and I'm 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 I'm, I'm probably more childish with he is because I'm du- I'm doubling I'm doubling over in my laughter. So I, I miss you. I, I I miss you. I miss your presence, brother. So that that's just for me to you. But how how is that going? Like, how does it feel to be detached from? the the world and the bullshit and then even like current events to some degree you know what i'm saying so a lot of things right so the disconnect was good because i was able to see how much time i was wasting on social media right i can be sitting here watching a movie and then I don't even pay attention, but my phone finds its way into my hand and I'm scrolling in the middle of the movie. And I just look and at you one thing, 30 minutes of the movie, 30 minutes of the movie. I don't know what's happening. And now I'm too tired to go back. And so the movie's done. Right. I, I think it's important that we do this often, right? You know, I typically do like a disconnect or a purge or, just a moment to where I can reflect and, and like draw inward. Um, so a lot of the things that's been happening in social media, um, I haven't, haven't been aware. Some of the things I'm, I'm catching on the news when I, I only watch the news for about 30 minutes, just so I can know what's happening outside my door before I walk outside into something that I'm not prepared for. Michael B. Jordan talked about Lori Harvey on his SNL monologue. Um, I haven't watched it, but the fact that he made fun of himself and that um, his ex-girlfriend is with my homeboy from Snowfall. Now, I just think that's hilarious, but I'll, I'll throw that out there. Like, that's the type of shit that you're missing out on. I'm not missing really... it, right? And so exactly, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... Glad that made its way, right? Um Sad to hear about the things happening in Memphis. Um, I'm still on LinkedIn um, for consulting purposes, but I my screen time has gone down like dramatically. I look at the screen time report that I'm getting, and it's like I'm text messaging and I'm calling 
and email. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. And even the text messaging, I'm not having full fledged conversations with people. Um, cause I, yeah, I think it was week three was when we, we started to only have necessary conversations. And so, yeah, but it is interesting, right? I'm hearing from people that I typically go back and forth all day on Instagram, sending dumb stuff that we probably shouldn't be laughing at, but then also stuff that it distracts us from the daily stresses of life, right? And so um, it's good to hear from people checking in on me, just making sure I'm good. Um one of my friends was like, <laughs> she was like, I'm not going to stop sending you stuff on Instagram. So when you get back, you're going to be sick of it. Your damn DMs <laughs> yeah. going to be flooded, man. Like- and if, and the, the funny thing is, because, you know, like, um, you and I, we pretty much, because because I, I, I refuse to adopt the Apple lifestyle, you and I pretty much communicate on a third-party app, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But... I think one day I actually sent you an actual text you message. You did, you did, and I was crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking in, nigga. You know, what I'm saying? I want to make yo, you good? Don't think, don't think, cause you ain't on. I, ain't, I can't get a hold of you, right? And so I just think it's funny, cause it's like, yo, I never text this dude. I, like I, I, I never send you a text message, cause you know I, I don't want to hear your goddamn mouth about what the green. I got green the green bubbles. box. You do. You got the, the green, green bubbles, bubbles that pop shit, up, man. Whatever, man. I don't care about that. Well, yeah, no, I would. I definitely appreciate the text message and people checking in, but it also give give it also gave, um, you know, me the opportunity to to really see who I was like communicating with throughout the week or the day and checking in and um, where my time was going. Am I spending a lot of time in useless? and wasteful conversations or am I nurturing connections that should really be severed? Right. So it put a lot into perspective and then with the financial fast, you know, perfect time. I quit my job. I probably shouldn't be out in these streets. Um, I'm, not I'm gonna sneak your ass out the house though. <laughs> yeah. Don't let no, me food. Now, not now. I'm in the streets, but like limiting or being real intentional with my spending. Like I'm not finna. Well, given that we're fasting, I'm not just going to go to the restaurant buy shots and like. No, nah, that's fair. That's fair. Right? Because so, you know it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff going on. The end of the end of uh, February. Fair. Um, the wrap up. The wrap up. Our month. It is as, it, as short as it is. So. So your your fast is and everything will be over probably a week prior. So yeah. I, I'm just saying I'm not trying to just throw you back into the deep end of backsliding and all that shit. <laughs> However, I'm just telling you, be be prepared for the for the invite and the white van is just gonna pull up. Hey, listen, if it's gonna <laughs> save me gas money, I'm jumping in, brother. <laughs> Yo, just be prepared, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause we not. We, we we also at a stage in our lives, brother Jay, where we um we're also gonna not let meaningful time pass us by. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right, I got a homeboy. I got a homeboy that's like, yo, man, life about making memories, and normally he trying to he trying to like galvanize the troops to get everybody to make poor decisions on the fellas trip. Mm-hmm. And, but the concept and the foundation of it 
I rock with. Life is about memories. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta have these experiences. I told someone I would rather pay for experiences than things that will lose its value. Yeah, yeah. Right, like somebody wanted wanted something, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not gonna buy that for you. I, I now I'll give you I'll give you something on it, right? And what you choose to do with the gift I give you, that's on you. But like, yeah, I'm not gonna go 100 percent on this. I would rather. Told someone I'd rather pay for your global entry fee so you can have this expedient pass through customs when you travel abroad to give you the experience to travel abroad. I would rather pay for your visa to go somewhere in another country to stay for longer than the six or seven tourist days, right? I would rather put my money towards gifts where people can actually experience something that they've never experienced before, but they've been longing to do, then pay $600 for a concert ticket that, like, yeah, it's an experience, but... And that's going on now, and and and, and, and anyone listening probably knows the artist where that's going on again. Yeah, I, I got the email, and I sent it to people that's a fan <laughs> of that as an individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, good luck. And then I hear that, you got to register and you're on the wait list and then it's going to be a lottery. I was like, that's you're talking too, about blue Abby's mama for those of you too, who might be It was be. too stressful. And I was like, yo, good luck with that. Just have fun. And I'm like, yo, Prince tickets. I remember the most I've ever paid for Prince ticket. I'm not going to give the number. Just know it was a lot. We have no lottery. Mm-mm. But no lottery. It's sold out. It's sold out. Like, <laughs> The most the most I paid the most I paid for a concert ticket ever um was three hundred and fifty bucks a ticket. And that was to see Jay-Z and John Legend at the Kennedy Center for like this 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 African cultural event. But they were like the they they, they were the concert. Okay. And um, I got a ticket for me and my ex-wife, and we were in like the balcony seats, like right beside the stage. I mean, it, it was some, it was some fly shit, man. And and went to and when you um, when like that the 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 intro track of uh, American Gangster come on, and Jay Z comes out, and then John Legend, it, I ain't mad at it. But at the same time, it was it was for the experience, not necessarily for the artist. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I was a fan of both artists at the time, but it was like you when 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 are you gonna see the GOAT at the Kennedy Center? Yeah. And you and you sitting in that joint with all your freshness on <laughs> with a linen a linen outfit, and you sitting in the balcony seats at the Kennedy Center watching Jay Z burn it down i mean burn it down man fair well i mean you know i guess i guess people will consider the concert that people are in the virtual line in the lottery i think they would consider that to be an experience it's stadium though man like i just i just don't understand the 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 hype i, I mean i understand the hype around the artists and the hype around oh it's in a stadium the, is that what you said the fandom yeah but it's like i think it's a it's a stadium tour oh yeah so ain't it's a, so it's you're a, it's a legit it, stadium. You're literally too. watching it on the screen. Yeah, you watching it on the screen and you're hearing like the worst sound ever. Yeah. But you know, it's it's for the experience. And so I I for me, 
that's not an experience that I would enjoy. Like I just, it's not. I wouldn't enjoy it. I feel you. I because I I think that's one of the main reasons I'm not really a um. I like I like concerts and live music, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't like live music and concerts in large venues. Okay. Like like real rap, dark dark Constitution Hall is probably the the largest setting that I would want to be in to enjoy a show at this stage in my life. Fair. Um, the Lyric Opera in Baltimore is probably more of my scene because it's, it's got the dark Constitution Hall set up, but it's smaller. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like if, I, if a concert at the Cat One Arena or Jiffy Lou Live or at uh, the Commodores, the Commodore Stadium, <laughs> the Washington Commodores. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> The the Washington Commodores, the Washington football team. There's the, like I wouldn't I wouldn't pay to go see anybody at a stadium, man. Because I'm just like the sound quality, the, the people. It's it would just bo- it would bo- it would bother me like all the way around. Yeah, I get that, and I think I think that's a phase that people go through. I remember back in the day, like, oh, we go into a music fast boom. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Even even when we hit the reggae, the reggae, the reggae wine fest in the summer, it's cool, but it's outdoors, so you can spread you can spread out, and people yeah. not on top of each other. Yeah. And the the way the sound is, you're in the field, so you can create your own sound. Or you can join up with other people to create your own sound. Yeah. Or you can actually jo- go in and enjoy the actual festivities and the concert and the performers. And it ain't like it's a thing. You know what I mean? You need 20 wristbands. The drinks is $40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people stepping on your sneakers. Yeah. Because you got bummy sneakers on anyway because it's dirty out there. The mud and stuff. So you don't really give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and so it just—I don't know, like, like that—that's—that's that's, those are the vibes that I I feel most comfortable with at this stage. And I just remember, um, I remember going to uh, a Maxwell concert at the M- at MGM, right? Went to Maxwell, man. Went to a Maxwell show at the MGM at the casino. You know that. MGM, the MGM theater seat about 2,000, 2,500, 3,000 3, tops. Yeah. You know, and mind you, man, I paid, I paid, I paid, I paid a decent dollar mm-hmm. for some decent seats. I mean, you, you, Maxwell. you, yeah, I mean, cause it's a, yeah. I, yeah I, you know, birthday weekend, man, you know, I'm, hey man, I'm just living, man. You know, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Maxwell, but I ain't like a, a, a fanatic. Fair. Right. So I really went for like the ambiance and everything, man. And you pay money for us. Uh, you pay money, and, and at at that point, once you purchase your ticket, you're at the mercy of the performer. Like the the energy level of the performer, the setup, the the length of the show, the song selection, and bruh, I paid big money <laughs> for good seats. And this mofo ain't even performed the damn songs that I paid to actually hear him sing. Mm. The joint from Love and Basketball. I don't know the name of the joint, but a the, woman's ah! man, I ain't hear no, I ain't hear no falsetto in that joint, man. Yeah, I ain't hear nothing. I, I was, I was tight. 
I think I think the thing with me, and I, I'm laughing because I was pissed, bro. I, re- I remember you telling me immediately the following week about your experience, man, bro. I was weak. You was telling me, and on the inside, I was screaming. I was like, "This nigga is really mad." But, I was tight, man. But I think for me is, I've seen big names in smaller venues and had a hell of a experience. And see that that that's like my standard, right? Yeah. But I I just think like the bigger venues, you you lose that intimacy. Bro, Maxwell performed with the National um, Symphony Orchestra at the Kennedy Center. When I tell you that child of God performed, the orchestra did the damn thing. Like, think of Maxwell, R&B, and then think of the National Symphony Orchestra. Man, he ain't even shout out his own damn band at the MGM, man. He looked like he he wanted his check as soon as he walked off the stage. Mm-hmm. He didn't even take a damn hair out, man. I think the nigga had a do-rag <laughs> on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker was like, thanks, DC, thanks. <laughs> you always supported me. And now I'm only going to sing a third of the songs y'all niggas paid to hear me sing. <laughs> But I think you were paying for the MGM. You wasn't really paying yeah, for a concert. Man, I, was, that joint, yeah. I'm, I'm tight. The last, the last big, big show that I've been to that I actually enjoyed, man, it was legit. Damn, it's 2023. It was legit 20 years ago, man. Damn, Kev. The damn, um, the first, like when uh, Rock the Bells first started, right? But not the LL, you know, LL Rock the Bells is the LL Cool J song, and then he kind of yeah. trademarked the name and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm talking about, like, the first Rock the Bells concert, and it was a summer tour with Jay-Z, and 50 Cent was opening. Wow. And that joint was at the, uh, what's now the Jiffy Lou Live, and I forget what the name of the joint back, back in the day, but it's Jiffy Lou, not Live Arena now. You know, the the amphitheater mm-hmm. out in uh, Prince William County. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Jay-Z and 50 Cent open. And that was like the last time that I was in like a big a big space. And I, it was it was dope. But I think because, you know, that's an outdoor venue. Yeah. And then the time before that, it was the Jay-Z, R. Kelly, Best of Both Worlds tour before like R. Mm. Kelly fucked it up. I fucked it all up before he got caught. Basically. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that too. <laughs> before, 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 uh, before the curtain was pulled back on his indiscretions, Robert, Robert. But yeah, I, I've, I've seen some good shows, bro, and I, a lot of my friends get mad at me because they get real excited, like, oh, let's all go as a group to see such and such. And I look at the ticket price, I'm like, yo, I saw, I saw this individual. With three other headliners for thirty five dollars, I was let me in the ask, front row. Let me ask you this: What's what's the concert that you went to that you know it was it was it was a hidden gem? Like the 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 the, the money, the the price you pay ain't hurt your pocket, and the concert like over over delivered and overperformed. Bro, I was in New York for something. I don't even remember why I was there. Um. Hit up my frat brother. His cousin was like, all right, cool. Um, let's go here. We went for drinks. And someone was like, oh, they got a live band performing 
across the street. So we was like, all right, cool. We paid $25 to get in. My guy. Guess who the band was? Who? The Roots. What? Yo, that's crazy. Where was you at? It was in New York. Damn. Bro. They was like, yeah, they got a live band performance. So we're thinking, you know. Everybody, Yo, every city it, got bands, you right? You think it's a damn cover band or It's the fucking roots. We ready to have a good time, drinks, enjoy some local entertainment, and then, you know, live the live the night. Bro, we walk in. We get weird, bro. We're right at the front of the stage. Like, I asked the person, I was like, it's four of us. Is that table taken? She was like, no, 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 no. It's not reserved. You can have it. She goes, here, I'll go and save it for you. So she goes up, wait till the rest of the people come in, and then they escort us to the front table. We sit down, we order some drinks, order some food. Bruh. I'm looking at these individuals walking out. They didn't make any announcement. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, that nigga look real. <laughs> like this. The, with the afro and the afro pick, man. This, yeah. this, and the, this brother the looks... dude with the kufi and the and the and the, and the sooner beard. <laughs> he looks real familiar. I just kept saying this. Now, mind you, I've been drinking for a little bit, and I was like, I know that ain't Black Thought. That's what I kept saying. I was like, and then we see Quest Love come out, and I'm just like, bro, I know this ain't the band. Damn. All of a sudden, they start hitting shit. I'm just like. Bro, we literally paid twenty twenty five dollars to get into this spot. The Roots performed for like two and a half hours. Yo, that's man for twenty five bucks, man. That's a priceless moment. Bruh, I, I'm at the front of the stage. I'm still like mesmerized. Like, yo, what is happening? I turn around, and look behind us. The crowd is going crazy. I don't know where all these people came from. When I tell you, they got it in. And then to finish it, John Legend comes in and does 30 minutes towards the end with him. They were doing cover songs, and they were killing it. Janelle Monet was in the audience. They pulled her up on stage. Bruh. For $20, $25. <laughs> I said. That's ill, man. That's ill. Like, I... I- I couldn't describe it. I'm trying to tell somebody the next day what we did. And they was like, no, you didn't. And I'm just like, all right. I, but, you know, it's 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 a memory that it will stick with you forever. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It is, it'll legit stick with you forever. I, I would probably say that the main experience that I had, I, it was, the concert was free. But Anthony Hamilton had just dropped... Um, Coming from where I'm from, the single, not the album, Dope. but the album, the album had just like just been released, and I went to a Remy Martin sponsored concert at like this bar. I was in Miami on South Beach. I don't. I want to say the name of the space was the Velvet Room, the Velvet something. But anyway, I was in Miami, South Beach, and I go into this bar. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's like some promo stuff. You know how you a lot of the the summer radio mm, concert yeah. series, a new artist will come up, do three songs, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anthony Hamilton comes up and performs and legit plays and performs the whole coming from where I'm from first album. 
the first song that he rocks out with is uh cornbread fishing collard greens and i just i love the song but seeing him perform it first and then kind of just going into uh since i seen you and like it was free and, and remy martin was free <laughs> And I was like, Anthony Hamilton, a star. And I ain't even drunk yet. <laughs> he a star, man. And, and next that thing you know. Good. That boy good. That, and that boy good. And next thing you know, man, he, he was lit. He was lit. And so um, him and I got a story about John Legend that I was able to see John Legend on the low. And I was like, damn, man. This 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 guy's this guy's going to be somebody. Yo. I saw him with India Ivory for $35. And listen, I was already a John Legend fan. I was already an India Ivory fan. See them perform together. This was in West Virginia, by the way. So I'm at the Charleston Clay Center, which is the state capital. 35, they was on the tour. These individuals... I was getting ready to call them something else. <laughs> they gave us about a two-hour show. Like, what? <laughs> and I re- recalling my favorite concert by far was probably Prince. Now, like I said, I'm not going to tell you how much I dropped for them tickets. Just know that fill-in-the-blank performed about a three-hour experience had a funeral for the guitar on stage because he played it to death. Mm. Paul Bears came, they wrapped the guitar. They had a funeral, dearly beloved. We are gathered today. Like for a full-fledged funeral, there was people on the mourner's bench. They was crying and all. Like once the guitar was carried off, Prince did this move and went like this snapped his hand and one fell right down from the ceiling to his hand and he picked up where he left off and he caught that joint on time bruh that's wild yo bruh i was done and then the the concert's over concert's finished lights come on and everyone's like wait a second you can't you can't have no prince show without purple rain lights i mean all the lights come on people are just standing there and then people slowly start to like, all right, we leaving. And then all of a sudden you just see purple smoke filling the space. The lights dim. When they come back up, it's purple. This brother is falling from the sky as if he is the purple rain. Mm. And you just heard. The, the brother's playing a purple guitar shaped like his symbol falling from the sky. Purple rain. That's like, on that's for like 35 the Super minutes. That's like the Super Bowl performance he did when it actually started raining. Yeah. And the way they had the lights fixed, the damn rain was purple, man. Bro, listen. Like you can't plan like you can't plan that. <laughs> Bro, listen, I don't know what type of connection he had <laughs> with the higher powers that be, but listen, let me tell you something. Purple rain went on for about 30, 35 minutes. And mm. like, bro. So when people are talking about concerts and all this, like. I'm like, yo, I don't just go to concerts. Like, I've been to experiences. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like it's like Michael Jackson at the Super Bowl performance. Since we're in the month of February, he hops on his stage, 
it doesn't say anything for damn nine, nine minutes straight. People's going crazy. Like, think about, he ain't sung a song. He ain't played, he ain't, he ain't played an instrument. He haven't hum, he hasn't harmonized the melody. Oh, you saw people was the is, curl and the socks. People is going <laughs> crazy. I mean, straight crazy, man. The curl and the socks. For five minutes straight. That's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild because it's like divine, you know what I mean? In terms of that level of energy, man. But you know, the, the things I love, man, for the month of February, man, since we here is it's black people in love. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh shout out to Carter G. Woodson, man. Uh prominent member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated that founded Negro History and Literature Week in 1924, that later became uh, the first National Negro History Week in the month of February in 1926. And he picked the month of February because Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass's their birthdays are in the month of February. Lincoln's on the 12th and uh, the abolitionist and formerly enslaved uh, King Frederick Douglass' birthday is on the 14th of February, man. And though it's the shortest month, man, I, I appreciate the fact that at least we can shout out the ancestors and uplift our uh, members of the village, man, for this month and, and, and provide each other and our leaders with their roses, man, for being able to survive yeah. and turn something turn nothing into something yeah despite the circumstances man you know so it's all about love man you know um we'll 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 talk about we'll talk about cupid's cupid's pain in the ass self <laughs> probably the next episode but you know february man i love it it's about black people and it's about love man and that's 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 what we gonna keep it at on the game recognized game podcast with rlj and Kev, but yeah, man, I um, I would I I long for a good concert in an environment that is conducive for an experience instead of just taking my money and yeah, telling me to l- listen to poor sound quality and pay for twenty five dollar drinks. Yeah, uh, I think I think we are. I think I I know we both are, but I can speak for myself to say we're beyond the. Um, I was fussing about uh, what's my man's name? Um, oh, he's coming to the uh, Fillmore in Silver Spring, and you know the Fillmore standing room only. They got like yeah, 12, yeah. 12 yeah, seats on the admission. balcony. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was laughing with my sans because she loves him. What's the brother's name? Oh, Masego. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, part of the young school. Yeah. Yeah. The new yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. So like every venue that he's playing in is standing room only, and I'm just like, like yeah, I, like I, the Fillmore Nine Thirty Club kind of I thing. I can't. I'm too old for that shit, bro. Like I'm too old to get dressed to go to the spot to stand, be shoulder to shoulder, body to body, trying to have a good time. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm too old for that. Um. So I would love to see that brother in concert, but not at the expense. Of my feet, my knees, and my back. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, I feel you. It's it's gonna take it. a lot. 
it's gonna take a lot for me to uh go back into the MGM in general for a concert. That's fair. That's fair. Let you know, I don't it let's just left a bad taste in my mouth. I feel like I got robbed. Cause you know, the Maxwell I know, man, he could sing all the songs. He could come out there looking like a little dirty hippie, man, no shoes on, relax singing. Man, he had a do-rag on, some hard bottoms, and ain't saying none of the songs that I wanted to hear. Definitely was uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Whatever, man. But at any rate, you know, spread love, be love in this month. And until next time, um, we are the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And... Uh, We thank you for just joining us and um, vibing out with us. And until next time, be light. Be light. Stay black. Black. Black.